genre. podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Nick Jimenez in Venice. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Scott Corelli. And today on the show, we'll be discussing uh, Vampires of Venice, the uh, 11th Doctor's fifth story. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Vampires in Venice, you know, it's interesting because (laughs) um, Vampires in Venice uh, written by Toby Woodhouse. Yes. Uh, favorite favorite of the Doctor's Companion crew. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Toby Woodhouse, directed by Johnny Campbell. Uh, this story is... It's interesting how this came to be, because Toby Woodhouse had... He sort of had a banner year uh, in Doctor Who in 2006 um, when he wrote School Reunion. But that was – he also wrote a Torchwood episode called Greeks Bearing Gifts. Um, and then he created Being Human, which sort of distracted him from ever getting to work on Doctor Who again for like a mm-hmm. long time. Um, and it wasn't until Moffat took over, having been a fan of Being Human uh, and, and having As never – we all are. Right. And having never <laughs> met – Having, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Being Human. I love that that show. Um, but uh, to- Toby Woodhouse, he had never met Toby Woodhouse, but he loved Being Human, so he asked him <laughs> to come back. Sorry, I can't stop hearing it the other way. Uh, <laughs> he loved Being Human. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, anyway. Um, uh, so I didn't understand your joke at first because I'm staring at it in italicized letters. And so I'm just oh, thinking yeah. about it in context. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not lowercase b, lowercase yeah. h. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so he was a fan of the show and asked him to come back. And Woodhouse said, great, I have an awesome idea about the doctor being trapped in a la- labyrinth in a hotel. Oh, yeah. And uh, Moffat was like, well, we kind of have a maze thing in this Time of Angels episode that I'm doing. True. Yeah. So could you maybe think of something else? Uh, and so he came up with an idea um, of a premise that would al- allow like Rory being a new TARDIS traveler. And so they thought, well, let's make it sort of romantic. And that brought them to Venice. And then he was like, well, how about vampires in Venice? And – uh, that's how we got this story. Um, not, not unlike dinosaurs on a spaceship, uh, you know, <sighs> the vampires of Venice. It's sort of a high concept kind of thing. Yeah, it really is in the, to, to speak of it in Shakespeare's terms, it's, it's, I get, it's a comedy. It's a lark. It's right. just, it's purely for fun. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, except for like that woman that gets eaten, um, yeah yeah <laughs> um, well, it's which, doctor who which isn't my that's anyway uh we'll talk about it so sure. 
as far as production, that's really all it was from the um, writing standpoint. It was meant to be a sort of mid-season jump on point for new viewers and uh, who had maybe like heard like, oh, like Doctor Who's back and it's like better than ever. You should check it out. Uh, and then this was supposed to be the jump on point, which I don't think necessarily works because uh, I, I'm pretty sure uh, the majority of Doctor Who viewers don't really care for this episode as much as we do. Um, I remember it being reviewed middling to poorly when it was released. Yeah. So uh, – and it's one of the reasons why people don't like Toby Woodhouse like we like him. Uh, I, You know – Everyone was like, oh, don't don't let Toby Woodhouse be the new showrunner because uh, Toby Woodhouse did Vampires in Venice and that wasn't good. And so it's like, what? In so what world not, is that not good? <laughs> so do they just not dig the hotel one as much as we did? Uh, no, they don't like this story. Um, okay. I, I, I don't okay. think I don't think people like I don't think people like God Plot Codplex that much either. God um, Codplex. Yeah. God so Complex they go so with a guy that did Dinosaurs on a Spaceship instead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I, people really Man. like Broadchurch, um, and yeah. to be fair, Broadchurch is excellent. No, I got uh, yeah. I but, quote God Complex like almost every week of my life mm-hmm. in some way. Just yeah. I find it seeping into like my speech. Yeah. Um. So uh, they basically um what they realized after writing this was that uh, they didn't have enough money in the budget to uh, travel twice, and they had already paid. Um, quite a bit for Richard Curtis's script for Vincent mm-hmm. and the Doctor, uh, knowing that they needed to shoot that on location. So what they tried to do to save money is they tried to find a location that could double as both. Um, and what they settled on was Croatia, uh, where there was a town in Croatia that was actually um, controlled by Venice in the 16th century. Uh, which oh, is cool. when this story takes place. And so it was all Venetian architecture and everything. Um, and then they could go out uh, to the countryside nearby. And that's where they shot Vincent, Vincent and the Doctor. And the doc- yeah. yeah. Man, I love it. I love it. I love, I love hearing about just the ingenuity and the practicality of you know, just the movie nerd in me. Because like that, that's, that's the work. Like that's what makes it happen. Mm-hmm. And, and just finding those little miracles like, whoa, oh my God, this place used to – have this architecture we should use it yeah totally um also interesting to note uh and this is this is sort of a minor thing but just like this this story was filmed over the course of look i think about eight weeks um oh wow yeah because it was filmed they started filming it at the end of november and then uh filmed through december until christmas time break took a break for Christmas and then came back after Christmas to wrap up filming um, by mid uh, mid January. And then they actually, they shot uh, plates for the story in Venice mm-hmm. um, on February 13th. So like really from beginning to end, all the pieces that they needed for this story, uh, they filmed over the course of like, uh, I, I think that's about 12 weeks, 12 weeks of time, um, which is crazy because mm-hmm. uh, they filmed this in uh, three different locations because uh, Rory's stag night stuff that was filmed at the Bowls Inn in uh, Care Philly. 
and then they moved on and filmed in Tregear and then they filmed I'm probably pronouncing all of these wrong apologies to everyone who's cringing right now because of my stupid Americanness. Um <laughs> I apologize. Uh, and then they went back to Wales and filmed in Wales. And then they went. Uh, oh, Tr- I think Tregear is the um, is the um, uh, the uh, the the city, the city in uh, Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, yeah, Tregear. Yeah, Trogir, Croatia. Um, so yeah, I just I think it's interesting, like how many different places they filmed, because uh, the the corridors were all in Wales, um, in a castle. Mm. And uh, there was also some corridor stuff that was filmed at a uh, at a uh, stadium. <laughs> they filmed in like the basement of a stadium um, and turned that into like the catacombs underneath the castle and stuff. Classic Doctor Who. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so anyway, just some I don't know interesting production stuff on this one. I think, mm. uh, which is not always the case with this show. Usually, production goes <clears throat> pretty well without a hitch. Um, it's the writing that tends to be the more interesting yeah. stuff, but this time, other way Which around. Which is saying something when writing is the most interesting part of something. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's so f- that's fun, and like that was the first year for so many of those for that team, you know, like mm-hmm. that that group of creative people. That must have been such an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I I I had so I actually of the three modern who's of this go round. Much to my surprise, because I, I actually don't remember having strong opinions about this one either way, or at least I don't remember, you know, whatever. I th- I had so much fun watching this one. It, you know what it is, yeah. and I and mm-hmm. I think we've we've talked about this before because I think I think the three of us did um the three of us did for the was it the two hundredth or three hundredth episode of the Doctor's Companion? We did that thing where we ran down the Matt Smith era. Oh yeah, oh, God. Uh, I think it was like two yeah, hundredth. 200 physically remember recording that yeah um so like three hours long yeah yeah uh but i remember at the time you hadn't seen any classic who and so you were like yeah this is fine and me and Cass were like oh my god it's so much like classic who we love it so much oh and see that's true yeah now you've watched classic who and now you get what we're getting um Mm. out of it i think and that's why you responded to it more this time what a journey we've all been on yeah I wonder yeah, if that's true. part of the reason why it was received so poorly by modern audiences. Maybe. Right. It's a little like not getting – it's like kind of going to see Speed Racer or something kind of aping something that isn't even in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That could be something, yeah. Yeah, because this is, this is very, very you know, classic Who. Because the, 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 the equation of modern Who the, that I say all the time – I'm not saying something original, but – you know, it, it's basically alien, which is of itself kind of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't think of like a creature knocking off a supporting cast one scene at a time. That to me is so Russell T. David, you know, Stephen Moff, David Moffat. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, you're right. The kind of running around back and forth, the bad guys having a home base, just kind of sitting there plotting. It, mm-hmm. it does have the energy. There's a lot of, the characters regrouping and planning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This feels yeah, like you now. can literally take this story, remove uh, 11 Amy and Rory and put four Sarah Jane and Harry. And this oh, episode yeah. makes oh exactly, it's exactly the same. It's like, I'm seeing the matrix code for the first time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And you know what's so crazy is I think the reason I find this episode so fun is because it is that classic Tuvian story structure, but we get to see these these young punks, these pretty kids <laughs> do it. And they're yeah. having a blast. And like I, I so so I, I, I kinda said this last time and um anyway, I've already no, no, I'm done for now. Okay. Because <laughs> my ne- my next thing was going to be like another big thing, and I didn't want to. Oh, anyway. yeah. Anyway, did you did you do you pick up on those classic Who vibes, Cass? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I um, it reminds me now that we're thinking about like new Who that um feels like classic Who. I can't remember the name of the episode, but the one in Capaldi's last season with the Roman soldiers and the Celts. Oh and, uh, yeah, yeah. Like that's right. another one. That is just classic Who, but in forty-five minute chunks instead of like an hour and a half. <laughs> yes, no, totally. I um, also can't remember what that one was called. I can't I remember, remember what that one was called either. Something but I remember about, thinking it, like, it was very classic Who. <laughs> something about light. I feel like it has the eaters of light. Eaters yes. of light. Okay. Eaters yeah. of light. Yeah. There we go. We got there um, in the end. God, yeah. last season was weird. It sure was. Uh, remember that three-parter that just never ended? Um, <laughs> oh man yeah. it just kept going and going kidding. and going uh, <laughs> anyway uh so this story um so one of my favorite details about the story i remember when i was watching this the first time when it was when it aired um i remember being a little grumpy because as you know uh listeners i do not like when supernatural things are in dr hill um it bothers me for whatever Ooh, reason. No, I'm just kidding. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it when the devil's in the show. I don't like it when werewolves are in the show. Uh it, sure. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't want Kirk and Spock to go back in time and, and meet Christ and his disciples. <laughs> that would be weird. That would be pretty weird. Um <laughs> I not judging either one, just saying it would be weird. It sure would be. Um I so when this first aired and it was it was like vampires like it was like multiple things that I didn't like because it was like oh I really don't like the vampires are in an episode of Doctor Who and they really <laughs> they're gonna say Venice they really I really hate that they're in Venice uh, any other city um, why <laughs> no I'm I'm just no, kidding no, I'm kidding oh. um, I was like what <laughs> I'm kidding that would be a stupid thing to hate um, I, I hate no, this it's I, overused <laughs> no 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 so I I. Uh, I, I didn't like the vampires were in there and they were really leaning hard on the fact that, no, these are definitely vampires. Like they're definitely sucking blood. They're allergic to the sun. They don't have a reflection. Mm-hmm. Like it was all the vampire tropes. And I was like, oh God, these are vampires. And then on top of that, another thing that I hate is redesigning creatures for no reason whatsoever, like just to make it your own. So like I hated the way their teeth looked. Like oh. it, it, I hated it. So like for for a good like 30 minutes of this or tw- like 20 minutes. I don't know when you get the first reveal that they're fish people, but like for the first like 20, 25 minutes of the story, I, j- my arms were crossed and I was very upset um, with this. Like whole, Rory. Yeah. With this whole thing. <laughs> and then, and then her, her, uh, her hologram disguise thing goes down and you see that they're fish people. And I was like, Oh, they're fish people. Okay, great. Perfect. Awesome. And then I'm totally on board and I love this. And now I've loved it ever since that I watched this because you can see all the hints of the fish people reveal. Mm-hmm. Like it's in the very first scene is like after they send the, the, the father out of the room. Um, and the the girl is like left behind. They start circling her like sharks do prey in the water. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love that. Um, anyway. Yeah. And it, and it's little things like that. You know, there, there are a few things more enjoyable than seeing or experiencing people that are really good at their craft, just like jamming. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's the skill of, you know, like the director knew to do that or thought to do that because he read the script and knew what he was doing. It, I think it adds some muscle to this as well as it being like a, a fun ride. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, question. How slash, I guess more, more so why. How slash. How, 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 I was going to say how slash why, but like the how is, you know, somewhat, uh, I guess explained, I guess, but like okay, yeah, yeah. why, why is the doctor in a cake? Like, why is he in the cake? Why does you that, know, how he chose to make his entrance? It's kind of, it's the, it's the single most moffity thing in the episode. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Cass, what do you think? Um, it's just a silly gag. Like, yeah, oh, definitely. the pretty girl's I, gonna come out of the cake? Oh, just kidding, it's the doctor. Like, yeah, just a, the, and, it, and he really, kissed your fiance. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so, but I, it, it, I really like that you brought this up because I had a big kind of personal revelation watching this because I, you know, I, I have strong opinions about every doctor because I'm, I'm a nerd, but, you know, Eleven in particular, I've gone so back and forth. Sometimes I think he's great. Sometimes I think he's annoying and whatnot. But, like... <clears throat> You know, watching this right after Girl in the Fireplace, it was fun seeing awkward Hugh Grant fumbly tumbly 11th Doctor. Mm. And it's like, oh, I really liked it when he was this guy. Yes. Because he had a youth about him, like moments like him him pulling out his wallet and it's his library card and you see Hartnell and he's like, oh, God. Or like someday that, you know, like he's he, he's bumbling, but he's there's a youth to him, but he's not trying to be cool mm -hmm. and yeah when he gets out of the kick and he's utterly lost and he doesn't get that the girl in the bikini was like supposed to be a sexual thing like doesn't even register to him right uh he actually thinks it's more 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 worthwhile to say that she's diabetic in case you know she has health reasons coming up well because she was in a she was in a cake she was in a cake oh my gosh yeah I'm yeah <laughs> He was like, she, he's di oh, she, she's diabetic, she, and you put her in a was, cake. She, she so I took her out of there, and I took her That's place. Great. She shouldn't be in this cake. <laughs> she's diabetic. Someone get her a jumper. Uh, <laughs> he's, she's like wearing his jacket. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that's one of my favorite parts of this. Like, I, I like that he's so embarrassed with the fact that, like, he – somehow see uh, you know unknown unbeknownst to him led amy on yeah he's like in I a way get that, what i did or what it means yeah i just know he, that it's wrong and you should know about it. yeah he was just like <laughs> he was just like she kissed me and i'm so sorry i did not that is not what i meant to happen so now i'm here to get you because obviously i screwed up somehow and i need to fix this <laughs> yeah and and it kind of what gives us the audience permission to have so much fun watching this is because the whole time it's the doctor's backward way of trying to make things right mm -hmm. yeah he 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 doesn't want to be a wedge between rory and and amy even though rory isn't really a friend to him yet he's just like well no that's not cool I, I need to write i need to take responsibility for this even if i don't really get what happened mm -hmm. and i don't know I, I like this dude better than the, the the guy we we see later on in his in his era unfortunately mm -hmm. i agree yeah. i think that's i think that's largely why everyone sort of agrees that series five is the best season of 11 
I think is because of his character more than anything else. Because like the the writing, like the cleverness of the writing, uh, wedding of River Song aside, <sighs> you know, the, the cleverness <laughs> of the writing doesn't really doesn't really you know not. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I think I think a lot of the times the writing just sort of started to wear on us because we started seeing the Matrix code. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're like, okay, we get it, Moffat. We know what you do now, and we're over it. Um, but with this, I think the thing that is really distasteful with those later seasons is that we just don't like the Doctor as much. Yeah, it's like the difference between a guy who is the smartest person in the room but doesn't realize it, and a person who knows he's the smartest person in any room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, and and you get some, and you get moments where the doctor's like, "Look, everyone who isn't me, shut up!" Like, but it, <laughs> it feels like it's coming from more of a flustered place, you know? Or, yeah, or like, like I, I legitimately, because like that's more of like a joke about how when you're like, "Oh, let me think," because like this is something that you and I do when we're when we're talking <laughs> yeah, about when we're talking about writing, and like I'm like trying to figure out a problem, and you're just like shooting out possible solution after possible solution. I'm just like, okay, Nick. I just need you to stop talking so I can actually think about the problem. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, and, it, and it, it's coming from like no, I, we're, let's solve this, not from like a, I'm, I hey dumb dumbs, which is kind of what it feels like in other seasons. Yeah, um, totally. Or, or even like you know this bit, the bit early on where the doctor's like showing Rory the TARDIS, and he's like, so if you have to think, and, the, and Rory's like, oh, it goes this way and that way, and the doctor can like, I like the part where. He says it's bigger on the. It's a little bit like you hurt my ego, but it's it's it, it feels like a childlike ego more mm -hmm. than a gross yeah. That's my favorite ego. part, and you didn't yeah. let me do it. Yeah, <laughs> you ruined it. He's mad for like two seconds. He's like a puppy. Yeah, he he he's like he's upset that he ruined his moment, but then he's also like, well, I did kiss your girlfriend. I guess that's <laughs> where you been fair now. Play. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> um. And and he's like he's like I hey, you know I kissed your girlfriend you kind of kissed mine talking about the TARDIS like yeah you know and, ruined my and moment I, I like Rory I like Rory it's really interesting watching again we talked about this briefly but like <clears throat> Rory being a guest on this journey just like Mickey was a guest in Girl in the Fireplace and seeing how the two doctors interact with that differently mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how Ten is so like could give a crap about Mickey and like kind of treats him good you know benign good natured but not nothing kind of he's the tin respectful. dog he's the tin dog yeah he's a little tin he's a little tin dog mm -hmm. and i like i don't know I, I like this better where the doctor's trying and failing to get on rory's good side mm -hmm. and i love i love the thing uh the very doctory thing about uh when he when the doctor sort of figures out what's going on and he confronts uh, the 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 lady, um, the bad the bad guy. Uh, mm -hmm. I forget what her name is. The queen Helen lady. McCrory. Rosanna. Yeah. For once, I know the actress and not the character. Right. Uh. Anyway. Oh, Rosanna. Right. Yeah. Rosanna. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. She. He goes to confront Rosanna about all of this, and uh, she s sort of like says everything and like talks about like you know she she killed uh she killed Isabella. Um, but she's like, yeah, I killed that girl. Um, you know, I, I fed her to my sons or whatever in the water, uh, because I have to, like the, we're the last of our kind and we're trying to survive and whatever. And then he says, I'm going to stop you. Uh, but not because, not because 
you know, you're you're wrong, not because you're trying to survive, but because you didn't know Isabella's name. Mm. And I love that. Like that's such a doctory thing where it's yeah. like, you know, it's it I understand where you're coming from empathetically. Like I get it. But also you didn't even bother to know your know her name. So you don't respect these creatures that you're murdering. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I I just love that. That's such a doctory thing. Uh, it's great. It's it's the kind of line that you can absolutely hear Tom Baker say, you know? Right. Early Tom Baker. <laughs> <laughs> it take it take a while. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. true. Um I just love that. Uh I love I also love Rory constantly confused by the fun that Amy and the doctor are having where he's like, <laughs> We're all in danger. And they're like, Yeah, isn't it great? And he's like, What's going on? Like, <laughs> He, he's just so baffled. It's great. Oh, I love Rory. I've missed him. <laughs> I also forgot how how much of this episode is him wearing his bachelor party shirt. Mm-hmm. And then the gondolier wearing the bachelor party mm-hmm. shirt. I love the visual gag of of him like driving the gondola with like the freaking stag night shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, that has to be something you could find on like T Fury or like Etsy or something, right? Like that shirt. Oh, probably. Uh, I love I love uh, the doctor putting the hard candy in Amy's mouth after after he, he, <laughs> he, he what what is it? She gets hurt. How does she get hurt? What happens? The, the vampires drink her blood. Oh right, right, right. And then he like kind of fixes her up, and he's she, he's like open wide and puts hard candy in her mouth. <laughs> And he's like, mmm. She's like, mmm. <laughs> so good. I love that. <laughs> I love and, I love yeah. how much Eleven can simultaneously be like a grandpa and a little kid. Mm-hmm. It's, my, it's my favorite part about him, I think. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where I read this, if it was like in a magazine, but I think Stephen Moffat once said that Matt Smith is a young man as if remembered by an old man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I do like that. Um, I love Rory with the broom and uh, <laughs> trying to use the sign of the cross on the fish man. Oh, man. God, this and has it, everything. It, this has everything I love. It has, like, pretty dresses. It has, like, freaking vampires. It has, like, a wannabe sword fight. Um, mm-hmm. There's, like, family drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The crazy action adventure third act movie ending, like mm-hmm. with, with with the doctor climbing up the tower, um, to turn off the big MacGuffin thing. Uh, it's so good. Um, I and again, so, in the in the con- oh sorry. Go ahead. I well I do I do have questions about about um, Rosanna's uh, her 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 because she has like this little hologram thing right that she turns on and like her clothes. As when she's a human, match her fishiness, mm-hmm. but then the hologram thing breaks, and she's like permanently a human, and then she can take her clothes off. And I'm very confused by how that works. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, how did her clothes suddenly become real? I don't get it. Well, she can't uh, jump in the water with the pretty dress on. Yeah, <laughs> but the pretty dress isn't real. It's the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thing, I guess. That's hmm. true. He's always got pants. <laughs> anyway. You still got those pants that Harry Dean Stanton gave him. <laughs> yeah. She feeds herself to her kids. 
Oh man, she Helen McCrory's so good. Like, yeah, she's oh, man. so she's good. good. And she's and just what a yeah, and she she's just walking like knocking it out of the park, and just is able to be like, yeah, I, I know exactly how to play this character. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's the campy in all the right ways. What else she, has she done? She's uh, she, Mama Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, <laughs> that makes so much sense, doesn't it? And she's a she's a yeah. great. I think she's the season two big bad of Penny Dreadful. Oh shoot, really? Yes, I think season two. Like the, I think she's, I think she's also a vampire in that. Oh one. hey, Spoilers. I need to watch that show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you would, ca- you would be into that show. You um, would devour it. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. There's some. I will say that there are a few uncomfortable things in season one, but then they they pay mm. off in the later seasons when everyone gets their revenge. And it's, oh okay. It's real, real satisfying. Revenge. Oh, yeah. It's literally, and it's three seasons in and out. It's, yeah. It's real good. No, the best, we, we literally know. the best, the best Bill, Billy Piper performance you'll ever see. Mm. Um, where nice. she plays three distinctly different characters over the three seasons. And it's amazing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. For any Whovian out there hasn't seen Penny Dreadful, uh, we give it the Doctor's Companion Book Club seal Mm-hmm. Two out of three, at least so far. <laughs> yeah, two out of three. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad, like the man said. Yeah. Uh, um, apparently, she's in Peaky Blinders too. So, yes, and I'm slowly making my way through that too. I think she's really good. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, and she was in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh. Who was she in Fantastic Mr. Fox? The voice of Mrs. Bean. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I love it even more after watching Isle of Dogs. That's all I'll say about Isle of Dogs. <laughs> oh, she was also David Tennant's mother in Casanova. Oh, yeah. And there's a bit at the beginning That's where really where, where, where the doctor's <laughs> taking them on a tour and he's like, whatever we do, we can't run into Casanova. Mm-hmm. That's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that um, that and, joke works on like three different levels. <laughs> and apparently there's some show that was a retelling of Frankenstein where she played Victoria Frankenstein. <gasps> Shut up. Oh my god. I'm watching yeah. that right now. <laughs> um and she works in advanced yeah. stem cell research. Oh boy. Looks like it's from that era of BBC when they were um when they were like remaking Yeah, like, like Jackal and like stuff. Jackal, right, like yeah. Primeval. Yeah. Exactly. Primeval um, based on Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Benedict Wong plays Igor. Holy crap! Yeah, I'm watching that. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a game changer for me. <laughs> he plays Igor. His name is Doctor Ed Gore. Doctor Igor. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. All right. Okay. Anyway, I've never yeah. heard. And of you this. and and you feel for her when she's like making her her her, her long lonely walk. You know, mm-hmm. as as big of a as big of a butthead as she was the whole episode. Mm-hmm. You're like God. And Matt Smith really sells. Like yeah, and one of the things we've talked about liking about the new doctor is he's he the humans are not his only species that he cares about. Mm-hmm. Right. He he is a citizen of the universe. And when he sees a clockwork robot or a weird fish vampire, he 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 knows how everything is is precious and a, a life means something and it it sucks when a whole species dies out. Yep. Yeah. He like I mean he tries to save her, you know, and she just is like, yeah. well, Boys gotta eat. Yeah, and you and you and it and another 
and I guess the the way they the way they kill off Isabella and her father are you know it's always unpleasant to watch, but it's like because you care about those characters and it, but that also feels a little classic Who. Yeah, where you they you know very few of the supporting cast ever meet happy ends. That's uh, true, and she does. I- Isabella does get that like that bomb ass line where she's like, "I am Venetian." Um, just, we swim. Both yeah. of their dying words are about being Venetian. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They're pretty cool. This episode is the episode that taught me that uh, Venetian blinds are from Venice. What? Because I didn't – I never put that together before. Sure, I just it's thought, old, yeah. I thought they were just – you know, I just take the name of it for granted, <laughs> the blinds. That's I was like, oh, that's just what you call blinds that look like that. Okay. No. <laughs> when you learn what things are and you don't really question why as a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then this episode, they're like, "We are Venetian." I was like, "Oh, like the blinds." Oh, oh my god, that's really funny. <laughs> I can kind of see. Uh, I can kind of appreciate Colin Baker a little more when I now like, watching these new Whovian, well, watching like the new Doctors, and whenever they're kind of more a little uppity or like snooty, I'm like, "Oh, they're kind of like showing their sex a little bit." Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's for sure. And the joke of like Amy being like the companion that's cooler than the doctor is is funnier to me now with that context, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of like her being like the on her phone companion. <laughs> <laughs> I am I, I mean we've got we've got quite a few more uh six doctor stories to get through. Um but I'm excited to get to his big finish stuff because I think you're gonna like it a lot. I'm excited too. I'm excited to. Yeah. I'm really excited to like six Doctor stories. Yeah. Once he gets Evelyn Evelyn's as his so companion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I think as we've described it before, it's like his companion is like Professor McGonagall. Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh. Anyway, Doctor uh, Who, you guys. Yeah, Doctor Who. All right. Well. So what's next, Scott? We've got uh, the first story is the keys of Marinus. Yeah.